Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. India is full of extraordinary people. Among them are those who have spent a lifetime helping others, lifting them from debilitating circumstances into better lives. These people are heroes, often unsung because what they do is not glamorous and they don't land up becoming very rich or very high profile. Yet, they are the ones that make us keep the faith. We are meeting someone exactly like that today. All Indians Matter We have on the show Vinayak Devkar. Vinayak ji has an interesting story. He was abandoned on the steps of Navrangi Anathala in Pandharpur, Maharashtra at the age of three months. He was adopted by an elderly couple, quarry workers, who dug out stone to earn a living. At 16, Vinayak ji lost his adoptive father and at age 25, his adoptive mother to cancer. He couldn't clear his class 10 board exams and he married soon after. He waited tables at a small restaurant and sold lottery tickets to fend for his family. Things got better, but in 2001, Vinayak ji was diagnosed with heart disease, but by then he was a father of three. He landed up meeting a four-year-old boy who was suffering from the same disease but couldn't afford treatment. This proved to be a turning point in Vinayak ji's life because that was when he decided to rise above his plight and help others in need. With help from friends and doctors, he established the Jeevan Mitra Pratishthan Charitable Trust to financially support cardiac, renal and cancer patients. He also founded the Mahatma Gandhi School run by the Jeevan Mitra Educational Society. It's a free English medium school ensuring education for 425 orphans and children of prisoners serving time in Yerwada jail in Pune, children of sex workers, single mothers, daily wages and domestic workers. Vinayak ji, namaste. Namaste. Vinayak ji, कुछ अपने चाइल्डहुड के बारे में बताइए बचपन के बारे में हां जैसे कि अभी आपने खुद ही बताया कि मैंने एक्चुअली व्हेन आई वाज 3 मंथ्स ओल्ड एट दैट टाइम आई वाज एडॉप्टेड फ्रॉम नवरंगी आरातले पंडरपुर महाराष्ट्र सो एट दैट टाइम आई वाज जस्ट 3 मंथ्स ओल्ड माय फर्स्ट पेरेंट्स दोस हु एडॉप्टेड मी दे वर 60 इयर्स ओल्ड एट दैट टाइम एट दैट टाइम व्हेन दे एडॉप्टेड मी देयर दे वर 60 एंड आई वाज 3 मंथ्स ओल्ड सो आई यूज्ड टू से इन विशालवाड़ी इन वडावाड़ी येरवड़ा पुणे तो मेरे जो मां-बाप थे जिन्होंने मुझे एडॉप्ट किया था वो पत्थर तोड़ने का काम करते थे फिर उन्होंने मुझे स्कूल में डाला लेकिन मैंने वो दिन टेंथ स्टैंडर्ड एट दैट टाइम आई लॉस माय फादर माय फर्स्ट फादर बिकॉज ड्यू टू हिज एज ही वाज समथिंग एट इयर्स ओल्ड एट दैट टाइम एंड माय मदर वाज आल्सो सफरिंग बाय कैंसर सो इन टेंथ स्टैंडर्ड एट दैट टाइम आई गॉट मैरिड टू 13.5 इयर्स ओल्ड गर्ल आई वाज समथिंग 16 प्लस एट दैट टाइम एंड इन मंथ ऑफ फेब्रुवारी आई लॉस माय फादर in month of march i appeared for the 10th exams on 21st april i got married and in june i came to know that i am failed this was how my childhood journey begins and ends right and you were abandoned then adopted but you as you said you lost your adoptive parents very early what kind of psychological yeah. impact did that have on you and how did you manage to get by See, as I told you, that sir, uh, when I was in eighth standard, at that time I came to know that I was adopted. Before that, I was not uh, knowing about this. I was not aware of this. So when I came to know, when I was in eighth standard, at that time I was little. Actually, I was. It was a big surprise for me. Actually, shocking surprise. You can say that. I can. I can imagine. I mean, yeah. So it took two years to come me to the regular routine because. i used to cry in alone whenever whenever i used to sit alone i used to cry was what did this happen to me why this happened with me only but uh, slowly slowly gradually 
I came out of the trauma and I wanted to concentrate on my studies. But at the same time, my father, as I told you, he was uh, 80 years old. So due to age, he died. He was admitted in Kamalanil Hospital for two years. So when I was ninth standard, at that time, I used to serve him every day. I used to take uh, uh, him for bathroom, washroom. I used to wash his clothes. He used to do all his, uh, what you can say, that everything. He was not actually conscious at all. So somehow my then after that my mother she was suffering by cancer, so she she was she was requesting me for marriage. So I was saying that no, I don't want to marry now because I want to study. But the circumstances were very difficult for me, so I got married at the age of uh, sixteen plus seventeen like this. And uh, after that I started selling lottery in Vishanbadi market. And again after that I uh, went to hotel to work as a waiter. And after that, that I was uh, in Jola Industries in MIDC. I used to work as a helper there. So I worked there for uh, almost two years. And then after that, uh, I came into real estate. And in real estate, I was getting some sort of success. So during those period, in those, that period, I was, uh, my chest was paining. So I visited the doctor. So he asked me to go for uh, ECG. So after ECG, he again asked me to go for TMT and 2D ECO. So I went to Jahangir Hospital in Pune. So after this uh, diagnosis, I came to know that my one wall is not working properly. So doctor asked me for wall replacement. So in those days, I think uh, one lakh seventy-five thousand rupees they were asking for wall replacement in two thousand one. At that time, I was not having one thousand seventy-five also. So at that time, I decided instead of consuming three time tablets, uh, let us do something for the society and die. So as you said that over four years boy, Tushar Gaurai, he was yeah. also suffering by cardiac disease. So hmm. I started raising funds for him. I raised one lakh twenty two thousand rupees for him and got successfully operated. And from there, my social journey started. Then slowly, slowly, gradually, I started working for heart cancer patients. Yeah. One of the builders who used to support me, his name is Suresh Patil. Uh, he told me to open one NGO so that you can help in a large numbers. Yeah. Then I opened the Jeevan Mitra Pratishtan Charitable Trust, which was inaugurated at the hands of Barasai Bharde, who was a great guardian. I'm going to come back to that in one second, but I just want to know more about that meeting with the four-year-old boy. What did he tell you and why did that become such an important event in your life, an inflection point almost? Because, sir, actually, when I came to know that I am suffering by cardiac disease, at that time, I thought that I am only the person who is suffering by this disease. So, when I met his mother, actually, his mother was raising funds. I was watching an orchestra. So, at that time, his mother was raising funds for that boy. So, that time, she approached me also, that she was asking for me some donations. So, at that time, I came to know that even this boy is suffering by cardiac disease. And I am also suffering by cardiac disease. So... So somewhere I felt that I should help this boy. I don't know from where this uh, thought came in my mind, but uh, somewhere I felt that I should help this boy. So I started helping that boy and uh, I generated 1 lakh 22,000 rupees in 2001. And you won't believe 101 rupees was the biggest donation. Wow. So you're talking about literally a thousand people would have it, uh, you know, contributed. Yes. Yeah, more than a thousand. So actually. I used to, yeah, more than a thousand because people used to give only 1500 rupees, 5 rupees, 11 rupees. Correct. Correct. 101 rupees was the highest donation. So it took almost three months to collect 1 lakh 22,000 rupees for me. Because at that time, even I was, I used to stay in Vishant Buddy. 
I was not having my own identification and I used to go and ask for money. So people used to say that, Vinay, you are supposed to look after your family. You are not supposed to do public service. This is not your cup of tea. Yeah. Because, I mean, you weren't very well off either at that time. I suppose that's yeah. why people were saying that. Yes. Hmm. So then after that, uh, seven to eight people, uh, eight patients, we helped seven to eight patients. And after that, I started the NGO. And uh, I would like to tell you that for first anniversary of our NGO, Anna Azare and Jackie Shroff came. Jackie, I visited Jackie Shroff's place in Bandra. He welcomed me and I told him about my work. Immediately he said, I'm going to come to for your function. He came to our function in Pune. He attended the program and he was very happy with our, what I'm doing. Right. And uh, so that's how the Jeevan Mitra Pratishthan Charitable Trust began. And what does it do today? Even today, actually, the thing is that we are working nowadays, uh, as you know, that we have started a Mahatma Gandhi school. So now our, the, our major focus is on education nowadays. But still, every month, uh, five to six patients are helped. We help five to six patients, cancer patients, heart patients, renal failure, like this. Right. So actually, since you mentioned the Mahatma Gandhi School, that is a really interesting initiative. I mentioned earlier that these are children of prisoners of Yerwada jail and sex workers and single mothers and domestic workers and so on and so forth. How did that idea happen? Actually, when I started Jivan Mitra Pratishthan, at that time, my, there was, my article was there in Times of India. So one doctor, her name is Disha Barve, she read that our article and she took my number from Times of India. And she approached me and uh, she asked me to come home morning at 8 o'clock. So I thought she must be giving me some donations. But uh, when I went to her home at morning 8 o'clock, she was with her husband, to her little son, in-laws, all were there. So we had breakfast and uh, she, her husband came with a camera. And I thought they will, they will give me some, hand over me some check. But uh, fortunately or unfortunately, you can say that uh, the lady, came, the doctor came with Mahatma Gandhi's autobiography that my experiments with truth right yeah so after reading that book this idea came of uh, starting Mahatma Gandhi school because uh, when I started reading that book I were uh, I really got inspired by Mahatma Gandhi because I was not knowing much about Mahatma Gandhi but after reading that uh, autobiography I came to know we are just uh, actually what we read about Mahatma Gandhi is that he was just a freedom fighter but he was not just a freedom fighter he was the universal inspiration so, when I was reading Gandhiji's book at that time, uh, when I read that uh, Gandhiji established Tolstoy form, Phoenix Settlement, Seva Gram in India, Savarmati Ashram, Kocharbag Ashram, in one life he established five, five ashrams. So, this question was troubling me that why I cannot do in my country. So, from last six, seven years, this uh, question was troubling me. So, then uh, finally I decided to start Mahatma Gandhi school in 2014. And even for that, uh, we were not having funds. So we went door to door and collected a newspaper Raddi and uh, sold it. In one month, we collected 12 lakh rupees Raddi, newspaper scrap. And then we started and uh, for the inaugural function, Dr. Vikas Amte came as the chief guest. School was inaugurated at the hands of Vikas Amte in 2014. Hmm. And how many students did you start with? 42 students. All right. And today you have more than 400. I think 425 is... 425. Yeah, we have 425 students now. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Vinayakji, nobody 
thinks about the children of prisoners sex workers single mothers etc i mean you already said what inspired you but why did you say that i'm going to do it for these children only and not underprivileged children as a whole because see, as, as i told you that uh, when i was in 10th standard i lost my father so even i wanted to study like my friends but uh, unfortunately i could not just because of financial problems and after reading mahatma gandhi and also i came to know that education is very important if you want to see the progress of our country if you want to see the progress of progress of our society or if you want to see the progress of our family education is must so without education nothing is going to happen only few people are there in this world without education they can achieve their goals but uh, most of the people those who want to achieve their goals they have to study absolutely so how does education change the lives of these particular children because obviously it's even more critical for them see now they are very small okay now our higher classes is of seventh standard our first batch is of seventh standard so it will take few more years but now we are trying to inculcate gandhian philosophy gandhian thoughts in our kids so we don't want to produce only money making machines our main goal is that whenever they will grow whenever they will get good jobs or they do will do the business they should serve the society also they are not supposed to get stuck between four walls to uplift their own family exactly as gandhi had preached in fact yeah yes what's your favorite story from the school the story of one student that has stuck with you there are so many stories but uh, one story i would like to tell you when i started this school we were celebrating diwali it was the first diwali so i purchased jalebi laddu and kaju katli so you won't believe each and every boy or boys and girls all were interested in eating kaju katli nobody was interested in laddu and jalebi so at that time i came to know that they can purchase laddu and jalebi but they cannot purchase kaju katli this is a great socio economic lesson actually yeah so this was the one one you can say this is the one story but we have so many stories Yeah, there sure. are so many challenges yeah mm. so i want so i i would like to tell you now every diwali we provide them enough kaju katli <laughs> nice what have you planned for the school in the years to come so you've started now but obviously i'm sure you have more plans for it yeah see now school is on uh, now school is situated on 4000 square feet land and now uh, we are planning to expand this i want to actually start uh, in future i am looking for college also so that uh, see uh, people those who are having enough land big land those people those who are very rich they start colleges to make money maximum most of the people they want to make money as gandhi used to say that people those who want to just earn money in their life they should not enter into education and medical field because both these both these fields are to serve the society and the nation but unfortunately most of the people I mean, this field just to make money, which is really very unfortunate. And uh, I want to set one example in this country or in this world. You can say that uh, a person like me, who is a tenth fail, who is a cardiac patient, who is uh, adopted, uh, he can start provide free English medium school in Pune city. So why other people cannot do this? What is the problem? What is problem with them? Why they cannot do? so this is what i want to set the example and definitely i pray my god that before dying i want to do this absolutely and i think you raised a very good point that education is becoming so commercialized and i would say even politicized because so many of the large educational institutions that we have are actually run by politicians 
and uh, yeah. that's not necessarily a good thing see now we are having only 4000 square feet land government is troubling us they are sending us frequent notices that they are asking us to buy 40000 square feet land so we are not able to purchase just because of money but uh, people those who are having money they are this bother about all those things they want to make more money i'm not talking about uh, all of them but most of them are same so yeah. gandhi used to say the real difficulty is that people have no idea of what education truly is we assess the value of the education as we assess the value of land or share market we hardly give any thought to the improvement of the character of the educated yeah as long as such idea persists there is no hope of ever knowing the true value of education absolutely so education is not a business yeah it should not be when i say this sort of work is tough because there's always a lack of resources you've described some of that already sometimes it's looked down upon sometimes people don't take you seriously what is it that keeps you going what motivates you see yeah, so first of all i would like to tell you that uh, i am self motivated person and as i told you that my social guru is mahatma gandhi okay when i read about mahatma gandhi you even you must be knowing that when mahatma gandhi was in south africa when he established tolstoy form for that he literally he begged in railway on uh, railway station he used to beg there even in india also for harijans for uh, these dalit students he used to beg so that he can raise funds for them and so that he can give for their scholarship so all this inspiration i got from mahatma gandhi because if mahatma gandhi can beg for others for needy people then who am i what am i i am nothing so when you describe to other people what you do what is the reaction that you get see now i think is that now see now you must be knowing very well because see nowadays uh, not in our country in the entire world now people those who are in uh, sports film fraternity politics so people are more interested in these subjects nowadays in public service hardly people are interested say you can go through my facebook you will not see people don't give us four and five likes also i have 15000 friends on facebook but i don't get five six likes also right and this is the truth if if you were writing about bollywood or something like that you would get thousands of likes maybe yeah obviously because see now i am telling you we are serving people we are we have devoted our entire life for the sake of the society and the nation but people are least bothered about us because see as i told you that uh, your dr prakash amte hardly people know nowadays who is prakash amte but in maharashtra everybody knows who is rakesh sawant but nobody knows who is prakash amte <laughs> we <laughs> have to explain them we have to tell them are baba amte ke bete baba amte ke bete aisa batana padta hai logon ko we have to tell them when i tell them people that of software engineer that uh, prakash amte visited our place so they say who pune prakash amte kaun se film mein kaam kiya unhone so we we feel i really feel very bad because for this i think somewhere media is responsible for this yeah yeah i just i, I just think that uh, i mean media is a pet subject of mine pet peeve of mine you could say i could go on and on all day talking about how his priorities are wrong and it's not focusing on the right thing we'll leave that discussion for some other day because that's another one altogether yeah. but uh, like you said uh, who is baba amte i think a lot of people would struggle to answer social activists who did Yes, they are struggling. Work with leprosy patients. I, yeah, sir, I am telling you. Once we called uh, to Zensa Technology Company, and we called and we asked them who is Prakash Amte, Baba Amte. 
you won't believe nobody was knowing who is mahatma this baba amte prakash amte how very unfortunate this is na absolutely absolutely vinay ji you've said you wanted to launch a college also your school needs to expand of yes. course but what have you planned yeah. next other than these things other than this thing is that i want to start one free coma center hmm. because thing is that a person who goes in coma his family his or her family suffers a lot because see i have i've met a lot of uh, relatives of coma patients those who were staying in flats but due to the due to this illness now they are staying in chol just because of money and uh, kids those who were studying in big schools now they are studying in municipality school so this should not happen that's why because thing is that when a person goes in coma he have to uh, per day they have to pay 20 to 25000 rupees to hospital and most of the people they sell their flats they sell their property they sell their gold they have to take loans and all so these all things are happening so my dream is that if in case after all this education goals i want to do that sir so vinay ji here's a question i ask all my guests at the end of the show why do you do this work because uh, i want to justify my existence <laughs> my existence i want to justify my existence because see uh, making gandhi ji used to say making money and creating wealth is one of my weakest areas so same with me making money and creating wealth is one of my weakest areas and uh, just by earning money and making uh, creating wealth you cannot justify your existence I couldn't agree more, Vinayak ji. It was an absolute privilege to have you on the show. I wish you luck and I wish you great success. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, one more thing, I would like to say, people, those who are uh, listening or seeing us, uh, so please come forward and support our initiative. Our school is in Yeroda, it's a Mahatma Gandhi school, and uh, you will hardly find any school in Pune providing totally free education in this commercial world. We are providing totally free education. we don't take any kind of fees we provide free books bags uniform shoes stationery transportation everything and our website is www.mahatmagandhispoolpune.org so please please come forward and support our initiative so that we together can change the destiny of the needy society thank you so much thank you all for listening please visit allindiansmatter.in that's a l l i n d i a n s m a t e r i n for more columns and audio podcasts you can follow me on twitter at ashraf engineer that's a s h r a f e n g i n e r and all indians count that's a l l i n d i a n s c o u n t search for the all indians matter page on facebook on instagram the handle is all indians matter email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in catch you again soon <laughs>